You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Hey, well, good morning, everybody. And, uh, geez, hope everybody's okay here. You are indeed listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the the Radio TFI streaming network for this Sunday, May 16th of 2021. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from Queens, New York, in the gleaming, shining, steaming hot Radio TFI Executive Tower, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Well, good morning, kids and kittens. As always, we trust you've had a fine and fantastic week. And uh, good morning to you, a very subdued John Shannon. Uh, he was not this sub- he was not this subdued two and a half minutes ago before we came on the air. But now he's very. And I'm not saying I dislike it. I kind of like this. You're not pushing it. You're not. You're just kind of. He never speaks like this, but I like what how you're speaking now. Good morning. Well, I'm I'm glad I could just make your day here. That, see, that's, that that is my that is my single goal. See now you every, <laughs> every Sunday morning at this time. This is my single goal, just to make you happy. Well, now you're finally getting the hang of it, Skippy. Well, you're, it only took four years plus. So. You're uh, you're pushing your FM overnight DJ effect there. Well, just hey, just wait to just wait till we get into some of our commercials in the second hour, and I can <laughs> tell you this is it, the second hour that's going to be the highlight today. You've, he's had this in his brain now for at least a week. To do this in hour two, I am accepting no responsibility for this, unless of course it works, and then it was all my idea, well, kids. Course. It was all me. Of course, it was all me. So, so how you doing this week, we, John? I'm doing just fine. I no complaints other than the normal things that uh, my old body is putting me through. I, I, you know, hey, I went shopping yesterday. We'll talk about mm-hmm. that in a bit, but uh, just a little housekeeping here, and we'll mention it again next week. And 
May 30th. May 30th. Uh, Memorial Day weekend. John, will you be here? Uh, nope. N- neither will I. I have a wedding. John has a uh, has a baptism. Master Oliver is being baptized, correct? Yes, that is correct. So we'll, there will be no live program on May 30th. Make a note on your calendars and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have... Uh, Notices out there on all the major broadcast networks and all the all the major media. Uh, Although I, I've heard that uh, Bill Fancher and Rolando Fuentes want to uh, want to uh, come in and pitch hit for us, but I will tear the building down brick by brick by hand <laughs> to avoid that to keep that from happening. Let's get this out of the way while I've still got you in a good mood. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch, brought to you by an unnamed sponsor. This week, Uber closed at 47.42, up 39 cents. Lyft closed the week at 49.65, down 42 cents. That's your Radio TFI Market Watch. We desperately need a sponsor. So, what do you what do you think? You think that's now where this is just going to be a lower trend for? Uh... One went up slightly, one went down slightly. I'm not yeah. reading anything into this. This is just a minor adjustment, and I'm no, I'm no stock expert. Yeah. I'm no stock expert, but this is look after last week when they dropped thirteen bucks and ten bucks. You know, those mm-hmm. are huge drops. All, all things when you consider your stock sitting at fifty something dollars and you drop twenty percent. Yeah, you know, oh, absolutely. That's a significant. Right now, this is just a minor. Th- this is a waterbed just getting its last little shakes out of it. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it, it just the last little ripples of it. I, I I would wait a couple of weeks to see what other shoes uh, hit the floor. Well, you know, I I can't help it but think that uh, you know you meant you touched on it a little bit last week that they're. Uh, uh, they're realizing now they're they're not getting the drivers. Uh, the, the drivers have finally decided enough is enough. You know they're tired of of uh, putting a hundred and hundred and some thousand miles, you know, on their car after a little over a year, and they they you know they're just brand new cars. Go out buy, buy a brand new Prius and let's let's. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I think there might have been a couple of guys. I've, I've never. I, Vaguely heard of them. There are a couple of guys that said, "Look what you know, this this possibly just possibly could happen." Look, it, it, you've also got the situation now where many of these drivers didn't work through the pandemic. Hmm? Now they may be getting back on the road because uh, they don't have a lot going on. Hell, I'm getting emails from Uber to come back to drive. Oh, me too. Yeah, so. Uh, so they're desperate for bodies right now, but I would hope that a lot of these drivers, uh, have realized, Hey, you know what? I was making more on unemployment, which tells me you're, you're, you know, look, the, the money's not out there. Yeah. And right now they may be paying, uh, some surge stuff, but that's going to drop right down. Once they get the numbers they want, it, it's not going to last forever. Uh, you know, you got guys barely scraping by it. You know, they're, they're paying you 40 cents a mile. It's ridiculous. So this has taken longer than we had hoped, but uh, but hopefully this is. I think we've been seeing a, a down 
a downward trend. Their their delivery business, the food delivery business, seems to be hanging on. Uh, yes, but everything else is just falling apart. Uber Freight, I've read, is just horrendous, just horrendous. Uh, you can't keep the bulk of the money. You've got to give it to the people, especially uh, truck drivers. You can't you can't skim, skimp on them. Those machines are expensive to maintain. Well, you know what I remember. What you know, you had mentioned something last week about uh, Spike Lee doing a uh, shill for Uber and the oh, whole. Oh, I uh, see. I see you posted that. Don't, yeah, donate a ride. Um, I don't know that Spike Lee really understands what what is going on with Uber and Lyft. You know, they 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 look at this. They look at Uber and Lyft as this you know, shining light on the hill because they charge a couple dollars less than a taxi to get you from point A to point Not B. Not anymore. Not anymore. Well, I understand that. But I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's it's pretty close one way or another. I disagree with you. I don't think Spike Lee is that uninformed to not know. Uh, first Do off, they care that they're, they care. They don't care about the inner workings. They don't care. But no, so. here's what gets me on that spot. And if you haven't seen the spot, it's playing all over New York media here. And it's a New York-specific spot. Uh, mm-hmm. Getting a ride isn't a reason. Uh, not having a ride isn't a reason not to get vaccinated, which is a valid point. It uh, is. It's a very valid point. And then Spike goes on to, uh, he's shilling for Uber, but at the end, donate a ride. Donate a ride. So in other words, you're going to give 10 bucks to Uber, and they're going to give 3 bucks to the driver to take Mrs. O'Leary. You know, and I'm not saying Mm -hmm. Mrs. O'Leary doesn't need a ride. I'm sure she does. That's not the point. The point is, uh, Uber claimed that they were going to that they were going to do $10 million in rides to get people vaccinated. No, they want everybody else to pay for it. So yeah. uh, instead of donating a ride, flag down a cab. Yeah, if you want to donate the ride, you know, pay pay it forward in an essence. Pay it know? directly to the driver. Don't pay it. Yeah, give, exactly. And Spike Lee, you're doing the wrong thing here, pal. Trust me. I, I, I always had a, you know, look. Spike has a has a particular vision, and all that, and he's not a stupid mm-hmm. person. All right, he's a he's a huge Knicks fan, but you know we'll let that one slide because <laughs> the Knicks are losers. <laughs> but I mean, and John John put it in his uh, tweet last night. By the way, again, thank you very much for putting that out there. I should have put it out because I've been seeing them for longer. Uh, Spike, you're not that dumb. You know what's going on here. You have people, thousands, untold hundreds of thousands of people lost their jobs, lost their lives, lost their homes, lost everything. Yeah, me too. And uh, and you're over here soliciting donations? Because if you think for a second, you call Uber and go, oh, I feel better, I donated $10 for a ride. Uh, like I said, at best, three, maybe four bucks of that. And uh, we'll, we'll go towards the driver. And yeah, yeah, Mrs. McGillicuddy will get to... Anyway, excuse me. Well, I thought you were, I thought you were like, had 
taken on chew there or something for a second. No, I just had a... I didn't have breakfast. Well, so... <clears throat> excuse me. I didn't get a chance to hit the mute button here. Uh, so we got a couple of things here that we want to get on board with. Do we? I got to tell you, I, I want to get in. I want to get into this right away because we missed it last week, and it's something that's irritating the living, the, the living crap out of me. To be honest with you, uh, hold, uh, one, one second. Is this uh, your girl? My girl, MTG. Oh no no no! We, we'll get to <clears throat> MTG. By the way, we'll that get. The, the video, that's an old video before she was elected. I know. Okay. I know. Absolutely. Picking on, yes, my, uh, picking on my girl. Yeah, no kidding, right? Mm-hmm. But anyways, right now I want to get, I want to talk about Caitlyn Jenner. Now, this has been kind of on our back burner the last couple of weeks. And... I just want you to give this a, a look here. This is a story on ABC News about uh, what I call a whole heaping, whole heaping load of hypocrisy on Caitlyn Jenner's part. Caitlyn Jenner is coming under fire for remarks she made about transgender athletes. Jenner, who transitioned after an Olympic gold medal career, says she doesn't think trans girls should be allowed to compete in female sports. Those comments are drawing fire as several states now try to ban trans girls from competing. Here's ABC's Zareen Shaw. Tonight, California gubernatorial hopeful Caitlyn Jenner giving this controversial statement to TMZ on trans legislation. So there's legislation in various states to ban biological boys or trans from playing girls sports in school. What's your opinion on that? Question of fairness. That's why I oppose biological boys who are trans competing in girls sports in school. It just isn't fair. And we have to protect girl sports in our but, but, but It's a dramatic shift for Jenner, a transgender woman and advocate. I also want to acknowledge all the young trans athletes who are out there, given the chance to play sports as who they really are. Her latest comments coming as over 30 states consider banning trans athletes competing based on identity. Governors in seven states have signed bills making it against the law for transgender girls to compete on a public school girls sports team. Lawmakers arguing that transgender girls and women have an unfair advantage. In March 2020, Idaho's House Bill 500, dubbed the Fairness in Women's Sports Act, banned trans girls and women's ability to compete in female sports leagues. It's about making sure that we preserve those opportunities. ABC's Kana Whitworth spoke to Lindsay Hecox, who filed a lawsuit with the help of the ACLU and others. By August, the court placed a preliminary injunction against the law, meaning while the lawsuit is pending, the law itself cannot be enforced. Hecox stresses that she should have opportunities to play like anyone else. Something about trans women athletes, they feel like it's going to be some huge, tall, muscular superstar. And I don't even think most of my teammates would even think of me as trans. I just look like a regular girl. And Lindsay, tomorrow here in Pasadena, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals will start oral arguments in that Idaho case regarding excluding transgender women from participating in female sports. They will determine if that law is constitutional. Lindsay? We'll be keeping an eye on that. Zareen, thank you. Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos. Caitlyn Jenner is coming up. Caitlyn Jenner. I, I got this. <laughs> I got this really. 
It's like it's like oh. John, John is reaching over to grab the steering wheel while I'm driving. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so now look now for those who um, who were just listening, the young lady there at the end that the reporter was talking to was all of five foot some you know all of five foot something if you know barely. Uh, I don't know what sport she was, if she was participating in track or what she was participating in. Uh, we're like, like, like the young lady said, we're not talking about, about um, 250 pound linebackers that all of a sudden want to uh, participate in a ladies wrestling team or something like that. Uh, this is, I hate to say, in my opinion, it's for the most part much to do about nothing as far as okay if if a trans if a, if a trans female wants to play on a you know a girls softball team a girls soccer team i think you'd be surprised for one i think you'd be very surprised it isn't like that particular individual is going to just run up and down the field and and just dominate everything I, I don't understand where they think that this is this is fairness, or if that has anything to do with it. I mean, if that if that was the case, you could make the statement that Serena Williams is is trans because she usually when she goes on the tennis court, she pretty much blows everybody away. <laughs> that's that's right. The, uh, I mean, you, know. you have you have young women who are bigger and stronger than the norm. You have young men who are smaller and weaker than the norm. Uh, this is the case of you can't have your cake and eat it too. It's all in. Look, it in my eyes, if somebody is committed to, this isn't just them wearing their hair differently and wearing women's clothes. They right. have They have made a physical transition along with the psychological and mental transitions, they have embraced their true self. Mm -hmm. uh, and if everything else in their life, they are acting as one gender or another, not acting, they are one gender or another, mm -hmm. then I don't see what the, uh, what the big to-do is. Uh, again, you're going to have, uh, so what does this mean? If we have a young lady who's particularly large and strong and beefy, she can't play, play women's lacrosse because she's too big? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's where this comes down to. If you say, well, it's an unfair advantage, well, then let's just say every, every uh, woman in a, in a team sport has to be between 5'2 and 5'6". And weigh no more than uh, 140 pounds, and just leave it yeah. at that. That's uh, well. Out. And the whole thing is, you know, Jenner. You know, even in the in the days of Bruce Jenner, has always been a right. Uh, has always been. I don't think. I don't think uh, who we knew as. Jeez, uh, now I forgot Caitlin's Bruce. Bruce. As Bruce, as Bruce Jenner, he wasn't so um, 
obnoxiously out there as a uh, as a Republican, but uh, uh, definitely. Uh, I forgot when when she went through her transition surgery and went went through. Years but I'm assuming she was. You know, it was before. Uh, it was before uh, Trump actually was put into office. So Caitlyn Jenner has been become quite a shield for Trump. Well, keep keep this in mind too. While, while mm-hmm. the the day they went in and did snip snip cut cut is one uh-huh. thing, she had been preparing for this for for literally. years. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, for years, if not most of her life. You know, uh, his life, her life. Uh, so it's not an overnight thing. It's mm-hmm. it can be a one night thing, but that's another story for another time. Oh, you knew it was going to go somewhere like that, now, didn't you? I, I, she just couldn't help but drive that train off the off the oh, tractor, oh, could you? Oh no! Oh no! No, there was it was sitting there right in front of me. What could I do, John? I was helpless. I was helpless. <laughs> Cards and letters to me, folks. Yeah, there you go. But now, all of a sudden, Caitlyn Jenner wants to be—I uh, shouldn't say your governor. If you live in California. She wants to be your governor, and she is going to take as hard a right a stance as she possibly can. And I feel, I, I honestly feel sorry for her in this instance because you know, you know, I do, because there are individuals out there, such as uh, MGT, Marjorie Taylor Green, for those who don't know the acronym, John Sweetie. <laughs> and other like-minded Republicans who are every time Caitlyn Jenner hits the uh, hits the public airwaves, they're just laughing their asses off. Mm. They are just you know they are laughing their ass off at, at her, and. I, I just think that now listen, she has the right to vote for anybody that she whoever she wants to, whoever she wants to support. I mean if she's if she's goo goo gaga about Trump, well, you know, you can question judgment, but um you know, you had back or you know, well you saw this the scene there at the ESPYs. There were people that were applauding her for her courage and her uh, her determination to be a voice, you know, to be a voice for for uh, transgender people. And uh, now all of a sudden she's gone on the crazy, the Republican crazy train, and she's going to find that. Well, you know, yeah, to her face. They're all like, oh, yeah, hey, welcome aboard, welcome aboard. Good old pat on the back, you know? Uh, but when it comes right when it comes right down to it, the, these people think these people think she's a joke. And I I, I I find it I find it very sad, very sad indeed that that she's decided to um that she's decided to go this route. And now she could have pulled this off in uh, you know, if 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 you were going to Oklahoma or Texas or something like that, something where um, Republicans have a little bit more of a, a stronghold, uh, 
you are uh, you might be able to pull it off, but you're you're going into blue state California here, and she's not going to be able to pull an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who was the governor that uh, was recalled in California where Ar when Arnold took over? Do you remember that? It wasn't Jerry Brown, was it? No, I, I don't. I don't think so. Well, let's go into the time machine and find out. You keep talking. Okay. Now, granted, I'm not exactly thrilled with Gavin Newsom myself. I think he's kind of a hypocrite the way uh, he was telling everybody else in California to lock down and then you know, you saw this um, this picture, this video of him gathering with uh, about eight other people at this big table, and they're just enjoying themselves while the rest of while the rest of that state in this country were afraid to leave their house. So, Gray, Gray Davis, Gray Davis. So Gray Davis was the one that Arnold uh, honored uh, re replaced. Get to the chopper. And and I'll give, I'll, hey, you know, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Arnold did a pretty good job as governor of California. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Arnold Schwarzenegger came to this country penniless, not speaking a lick of English, and achieved the American dream in every way he possibly could. He became a mega, mega movie star. Uh, he, he has opened a number of businesses and achieved the highest elected office that he could possibly achieve. As yeah. someone not born in this country. So, say what you will about Arnold, and even if you'd hate his movies. That boy came here, He, I mean, some say he can still can't speak English, but especially California. Learn how to pronounce the name of the state you live in, Arnold. But uh, Ar Arnold did, he married a Kennedy, for God's sake. He married a Democrat. Maria Shriver, for goodness sake. Arnold did it all. He did it all. All the while smoking a cigar and driving the first summer in the U.S. But anyway. I'm afraid, I'm afraid that Caitlyn Jenner is not going to be able to pull off the pull off the same uh, trick, though, to be honest with you. I, 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 think, I, I think Arnold was more popular. Let's face it. He was the number one movie box office star on the planet. For years and years and years, he still has a huge name. I mean, both literally and figuratively. Uh, and, but Jenner is, if you pardon the expression, stepping on her dick every way she turns right now. Plus, keep in mind, while while California is primarily a Democratic voting state, good morning, Shaletta, we're waiting for breakfast. Uh you know, there's a lot of people in inside the walls of their homes have, you know, they have their own take, their own opinions, their own, uh, uh, while they may follow generally how Democrats think and all that, well, I don't know if I want a trans girl, you know, in, in our school because it's catching or they're, you know, it, they believe it's contagious or whatever. You still have some of that lingering. Now, whether or not, I, I don't think personally, and I don't, I don't know squat about about politi California politics. And oh, by the way, I'm, I'm proud to say I'm losing interest in all politics in general. So, oh, thank goodness that finally wore off. That's easy to do. Well, believe it or not, that's I totally get that. Man, it, it's very easy to do because we actually have 
somebody that's just behind the wheel of you know behind the, the wheel of the ship there and it's just kind of you know we're just we're just nice and you know this we're is, back to the normal problems this country had back before the uh before the giant shit stain took over here's and, the difference john you're sitting on the bus you're going cross country and it's going down the road so boringly and so straight that you just lull yourself off and you go to sleep. As opposed to the hair-raising ride that we were on for four years, where the bus was in oncoming traffic, uh, going off the road and, you know, doing loop-the-loops. Uh, exactly. It, you know, hair... Ra- uh, anyway. Uh, I don't know where I was, and that's why my little commentaries are overrated. That's a preview of what's coming up in hour two, isn't that right, John? Looking forward to that. So, you guys, you folks, want to stick around here for hour number two? Call your friends, call your neighbors. Wake the kids. We're starting a, <laughs> wake the kids. We're starting a new segment. God, and uh, be, being the being the plagiarist uh, sob that I am. I will at least give credit to the where I first heard heard of this idea, but we'll cover that in hour number yes, two when we, we get started with this. Uh, tell you what, speaking of uh, speaking of people that I'm loving to hate yes. right now, now let's let's go ahead and uh, get into it there with your buddy, your 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 favorite congressperson, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Not mine. She's your chick. You know it. You're the one who's infatuated with her. She's picking on my girl. And I got news for you, MTG. You want to pick on a Puerto Rican girl from the Bronx, okay? You you, you better watch your step, man, because she's going to rip those hoop earrings out and she's going to whoop up on your ass. All right? This girl was a bartender. All right, don't you know you're not out in the middle of the country with your shotgun and whatever your AK-47s and whatnot. You, uh, I'm telling you, she gonna kick you, you. You want your ass kicked? Well, AOC is too much of a lady to do it in public. When it happens, you'll never know about it. She she even said as much. Her AOC was quoted as having said. That we these are the type of people that we used to throw out of the bar, and I'm paraphrasing, That's, but uh, that is absolutely correct. Don't get him good. And I hope when she beats her ass, she does it all the while screaming at her in Spanish. Oh, there's yeah. not. Oh, there's that, not that, like that, that. That would be fun. I'm worked so up anyways, in ways. I'm worked up in ways right now. I don't want to talk about. So this is what really you know. This is uh, this was before. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene was uh, elected to Congress, but she's pulling the same crap that she pulled on uh, David Hogg. Uh, we, I'm a citizen now. You, you need to answer my questions here. Give this a give this a listen. You want to talk to Crazy Ocasio? You come to this little thing and you open it up and you whisper into her. Session. This is confession. <laughs> This is, this is Ocasio confession right there. What's... Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, I'm an American citizen. I pay your salary through the taxes that you collect from me through the IRS because I'm a taxpaying citizen of the United States. I'm a woman, I'm a female business owner, and I'm proud to be an American woman. 
and I do not support your socialist policies, and I do not support your murderous abortion policies. As a mother of three children, I am appalled at New York's law for abortion, and it needs to end, and it needs to stop now. You're bringing God's judgment on our country, and I'm against it, as well as my friends. So you need to stop being a baby and stop locking your door and come out and face the American citizens that you serve. If you want to be a big girl, you need to get rid of your diaper and come out and be able to talk to the American citizens instead of us having to use a flap, a little flap. It's kind of like her. She's kind Sad. Of okay, that's enough of that crap. I couldn't agree more. So, because what happens in that video is a couple of her friends join in and then they start doing stupid stuff uh, in the sign-in book and so and, and that kind of that's look like 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 I said before the piece uh, um, um, this this is the type of person that that AOC quite frankly would would throw out of her bar I would throw Some out. obnoxious yeah exactly I've, uh, I've thrown those types of people out of my cab in the past yeah yeah absolutely because uh, i use and where because i use capital to, security for something like that uh aoc is not the you know this dumb hoochie lives in is from georgia right you have no business i you know i don't have to answer to you you're not my you're not part of my constituency well, you you can say that, but I, I I'm a firm believer that uh, they all represent uh, the whole country. Because let's face it, when they vote on things, they're voting on things that affect the entire nation. Okay, I I, I understand that point, but if if she wanted something, if there was something that she wanted a particular law passed, John, John. you name it. Hold on. John, hold on. Wait a minute. You know she's doing it just for the attention. Oh well, that and to raise money. And to there was nothing to do with anything of any serious value, and not for nothing, my friend. I just don't feel like wasting time explaining what she could have done. She knows exactly what all of her options are. She chose to be uh, the tenth grader and go pull this nonsense. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, let, let, let's kind of uh, shift gears here, unless you got anything of substance to say about your girl. Well, I just it's just this. This is the type of, you know, the, the type of politics, you know, under the same line as Josh Hawley and and Ted Cruz and the rest of these uh, nimrods that, that are they're, they're just showboating. Yeah. You know, they, they want to. They they want to they want to see who is who is the most loyal to Donald Trump who who is who could possibly be the most loyal to Trump and his agenda. And speaking of which, perfect segue. Let's let's take a listen to what Representative Clyde I forget his first name had to say this week. Let me be clear: there was no insurrection, and to call it an insurrection, in my opinion, is a bold-faced lie. Watching the TV footage of those who entered the Capitol and walked through Statuary Hall showed people in an orderly fashion staying between the stanchions and ropes taking videos and pictures. You know, if you didn't know the TV footage was a video from January the 6th, you would actually think it was a normal tourist visit. This is why people think the Republican Party is insane. 
Amen. Andrew Clyde. I, you know what? There's one sliver of truth he says there, and I remember thinking it at the time. When it all started, when they were initially going through Statuary Hall, I, I noted that, gee, they're all staying in between the ropes. All right, maybe this won't get so bad. You know, maybe they're all chicken out, and, you know, if they're not going to break this rule, you know, if just the ropes are holding it, maybe we've got a, a shot. So, and and he's not wrong from that. If you just look at that one picture, that one mm-hmm. camera angle early on, it would look like, except for the people carrying the Trump flags and the, you know, F off and die. And, but, yeah, it did look like any other tourist day. Until, of course, it, it, it wasn't when you moved to other parts. But to sit there, this, you talk about those drum, jumping on the crazy train. Here's the crazy train. This is the express to La La Land. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. There was no now no insurrection. Then what did I see on January 6th glued to my TV all afternoon? Did I see Hollywood special effects? Did I see a, literally a cast of thousands? Monster yeah. Vision, Vista Vision, Panavision, and a cast of thousands. And Edward G. Robinson. Ah, Moses, eh? <laughs> Moses, part the Red Sea, eh? <laughs> oh, by the way, if I haven't mentioned it yet, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. Phone line is open and connected, I assume. Straight to uh, crazy land. All right. Uh, you know, okay, you but for the one shot, I know which one uh, the shot you're... You were talking about right. here, where they were all walking through the calmly the atrium there. The, the uh, nice. no, no, the uh, statutory, not the statute. I he just he says the. Hold on, let me find the word because I just said it. Let me be clear: there was no insurrection, and to call it an insurrection, in my opinion, is a bold-faced lie. Watching the TV footage of those who entered the Capitol and walked through stat- statutory hall. Oh, okay, is that what that? Okay, that is called statutory hall, and it. If he so, really... what was it? Was there something wrong with the doors? By the way, did they they <laughs> they needed to bust out windows to be able to get in and start their peaceful little you know just was, just care just inquiry minds want to know. It was it was make your own entrance day. I, I see. I make your own it. entrance, free entry into the Capitol. It's uh, only in America, baby, mm-hmm. America. <laughs> Nobody does it like we do. And it was also it was combined with and though it was interesting the way the schedules fell it was it was uh it was chase a capital policeman around the building day. Oh, that's right. And we we just that was the problem. We just no. didn't know we that. weren't aware of that. That's the little we known weren't. one. Yeah, that's the little one. That's and yeah. uh, it it was it was also uh, a bust through uh, numerous doors, windows, and. And, and go to places you shouldn't be, and and catch a bullet day too. Only one person really participated in that, but yeah. By the way, I never mentioned it last week, and I won't mention her name because I don't think she deserves it. I don't care what branch of the military she was in. Her family is suing for ten million dollars. Well, good luck with that. Good luck with that. And yeah, of course, Antifa dressed as MAGA. Of course, look, I got I got my. Uh, my email from Antifa, they sent me a voucher from my MAGA clothes. Uh, I picked up my flag. It's here. And I even put on my Trump beer belly. And that I've 
come to like, so I haven't taken it off. He's Good morning. Yeah, I've come to like it. We're going to talk about that an hour or two as well. Uh, but thanks, Edward. <laughs> we uh, appreciate you being here today. Uh, yeah, I mean, this this Clyde fellow, to, to sit in front of a congressional committee and say these things, I, I mean, I, I just don't understand the spell that has been cast over these people. I just don't understand it. Look, there have been many politicians who are as charming as all hell. John Kennedy is one. John, a woman swooned over him. Men wanted to be him. It was, you know, uh, but he wasn't trying to destroy the country. And meanwhile, this last dope is nothing but he hates everybody that that loves him. He hates them all. He wants nothing to do with them. Nothing. Here's a, you know, By the way, I was thinking about this yesterday. What is it now, four months that he's out of office? Uh, oh, I was thinking this as I was passing Trump Tower yesterday. I was on my way to, I have to cross Manhattan to get to New Jersey. It's a long story, and you don't, don't want to be bored with it. But I have to pass Trump Tower on the way. I was talking to you, wasn't I? No, I was talking Yes. To you. Not when you passed, not when you no, passed Trump. No, I told you about that later. And called me. Later. We, we've established the fact that, that we can get uh, cellular service going through the... Uh, Lincoln Tunnel. Was it the Lincoln, Lincoln Tunnel? Lincoln okay. Tunnel. But as, as I passed, through, passed by Trump Tower, I got to thinking again, yeah, it's four months and this son of a bitch has not set foot in this state. And he will not. He will not set foot in this state because they are just waiting for him. 67 counts. They're just, uh, not to say they won't go after him elsewhere, but right now he sets foot in the state of New York. See ya. And he won't, because right now, I mean, no, lucky he that he, he probably won't leave Florida. No, he won't. As I, as he won't leave Florida. As I understand it, as, as I understand it, uh, if, they, uh, if they tried to uh, arrest him, down in Florida, they couldn't extradite. They'd have a hard time extradite, extraditing him back to New York. New York. Well, and you've also got the Santas would step in. Well, that's yeah, yeah, that's why. And that's you know, so you got. Look, there's going to come a point. Every criminal eventually returns to the scene of the crime. Something's yeah. going to give. He is going to think he's smarter than the rest of them. And he's going to come back and it's all going to be, something's going to have to give when he starts selling off properties and all that. You know, uh, I still say that uh, lead poisoning would be a lot more of an expeditious way to uh, take care of that problem. I don't just And yes, cards and letters. Cards and letters. Cards and letters this direction. If uh, you, if you desire. Before we get deep into the hour two shenanigans, as we get, as we rapidly approach, Let's, uh, let's hear what Chip Franklin has to say this week. I'd be a very gracious loser. They call it the big lie, but it's more than just one. Joseph R. Biden of the state of Delaware has received 306 votes. Trump lost. He orchestrated the January 6th attack, and now he's demanding his cackling cuckold suck at the teat of the almighty fat one. That's a good one. And they're lining up to do it. McCarthy condemned the attack, as did McConnell, but now... If the president was the party's nominee, would you support him? Absolutely. They're little pawns scurrying around like underfed rats from the crazy Q crowd. That's another one of those... Um, 
Clinton murders, right? To the fawning Miss Lindsay. Can we move forward uh, without President Trump? The answer is no. And it's no longer just Trump trolling our democracy. Shit, partner. It's these limp-wristed butt pirates raping our future for a backstage pass to a Joseph McCarthy concert. You are fake news. The whole party is in on the lie, but for a few with the courage to speak truth to power. The big lie? When they steal and rape. The big truth. They're weak, we're strong, and metaphorically, it's time. Let's go kick some ass. Goddamn right. What happens next? Winning. <laughs> I've really, I have really, you know, Oberman's still my favorite, but I'm really beginning to like these pieces here with Chip Franklin. Uh, I, I, it's, uh, uh, I, I love them. They're always exactly a minute, and they just plow right through. Limp-wristed ass pirates. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have that printed on a T-shirt. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, that's Liz Cheney. I wasn't planning on talking a whole lot about her. Okay, moving on. <laughs> now nah, you know we'll give, we'll give it we'll give it a, a second or two here. Look, let, let's keep in mind that Liz Cheney uh, is a warmonger. Given the opportunity, yeah, well, yeah, just given the chance, she would she will turn around and show her true spots. Uh, once again here you know let's let's face it um uh, today's conservative is just not in touch with you know let's face it she's from wyoming what the hell happens in wyoming you don't want to know yeah well we're we're the men are men and the sheep are nervous but Ooh, uh, that's one of my favorites not the <laughs> sheep the, the same although but <laughs> any anyways no i but I do have to, I because she could have just went, she could have just kept quiet and just been, you know, did the politically expedient thing when it come, you know, in the Republican Party, and she did at least have the gall to uh, speak out, you know, to to, uh, to come out and say, hey, listen, this this wasn't right, and I don't think she did it for political aspirations. I don't think that she has any dreams of of being the next president or challenging Trump in the primaries or anything like that in 2024. I mean, that's assuming a lot granted, but I, because quite frankly, at least now, if it had, if the election were to be held, uh, primaries were to be held tomorrow, you know, Trump would hand her her ass. It's it's sad to say, but uh, um, I, I honestly hope that she could maybe bring some sanity back to the Republican Party because there was a point in time in this world, in this country, where Republicans weren't all that bad. Hell, I even voted for a few of them. You voted for a few of them in the past. It's yes, just I like I said, yes, I've I said ad nauseum. As long as the Republican Party is the party of Trump, you'll die. I don't give a damn what I have to do. I don't care if Porky Pig is running as a Democrat. I will vote for Porky Pig as a Democrat. I do not care. But not Bugs Bunny. Well, you know, that's uh, he's kind of a he's a he's West- kind of a schooly, he's kind of a schooly rabbit, so he's a Westkilly rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I still I still firmly believe get if not for Trump sucking up all the spotlight, John Kasich would still be our president. I think he would have gone two terms. Yeah, I, I kind of like John Kasich. And, and I would have voted for I would have voted for him at least the first term. 
I. Uh, but anyway, we've 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 demonstrated enough that that we're uh, flexible enough, or we used to be, and uh, you know, look as I've said when I came out as a Democrat, it's because I will never vote for a Republican again ever. There is no conditioning on that. That is, I will never vote for a Republican again. Period. I don't like to put myself into absolutes, but you know what, folks? Uh, what's going on now? The Republican Party, I, or, or what's left of it, will be paying for this for a long time to come. I, I have a tendency to agree with you, to tell you the truth. The Republican Party, I think they, they you hear them talking, oh, I think we're going to get the House back in, you know, in, in uh, 2022. Unless something takes a complete U-turn, I don't count on it. As a matter of fact, I think the majorities are even going to grow even more. And you're going to wind up finding out until things change that the Republican that the Republican Party is just going to be a a, a, a literally a second class party, just an afterthought for wow. for the crazy for the crazies in the world. Well, keep in mind, it doesn't matter what makes it through the House as long as Bitch McConnell is still sitting there. And uh, uh, well, that need that therein lies of the next problem, but right, right, Mister. But uh, you, the only thing is, the thing is, is how how do you overcome that? You get a larger majority. This fifty fifty. Right. I mean, no, it's 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 nice that yeah, it's a fifty fifty split here, and then oh, hi there, Miss, Mrs. Vice Pre- Madam Vice President. We need you for a second here. Stick that in your ass, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, but. Uh, no, there definitely need, needs to be a, uh, a a a clear majority, which is why they're fighting. They don't want D.C. to become a state or Puerto Rico, because that would oh, most. I wonder why. Well, duh, because that would most likely I, I give. I would say a minimum three, if not all four Senate seats, that would uh, be created to the Democrats. So. You know, and and look, there's all the uh, voter restrictions that are going in now. The Republicans have realized they can't bring anybody in, so they have to keep people out. Right. So they're going to make it more difficult for people to vote. Matter of fact, I have an election coming up here in, uh, I think, about a month. And for mayor, we're doing this uh, ranked voting which is you you rank your top five choices. Top five, really? Yeah, I, I'm, you know, just let me vote for who I want to vote for. And uh, Andrew Yang is running for mayor here. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. That would be interesting. It's very interesting. He's, uh, he look, he had my attention. Well, he had my attention at a thousand bucks a month. Keep going up, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're in the right. It's going to take more than that to buy my vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But make no mistake, my vote is for sale. We're just we're just negotiating price now. Thousand a month. You're you're in the room. I got you in the room. Now you want to now you want to sit at the table. Keep talking, Pally boy. Keep talking. We'll get there. <laughs> so while we still got about uh, eight minutes or so to go, I got to ask you. Yes. You. Uh, have you thrown away your masks yet? No. No, I can't. Oh, I suppose you still need them 
this, this, it's kind of confusing. CDC kind of threw us all a, a curveball here when uh, they suddenly say, well, if you've been vaccinated, right. you don't have to mask up. Well, let me, so I, let me give you let me give you my scenario. What happened the other day, the day after? OK, so Friday. Okay. Uh, now, for those of you that don't know, I work in the uh, film and movies, uh, TV, entertainment. Uh, so all the studios right now are still requiring masks and all the COVID precautions. Friday, I had to, uh, I didn't go straight to the set. I had to go pick up a piece of equipment. So when I got off the truck, and it's a place we deal with all the time, and I saw the guys there, and they're wearing their masks. They meet me outside to, you know, has some guys, uh, look, do you, do you feel better with me with the mask or not? And we're outdoors too. And they said, oh, we'd like it if you wore it. Okay, fine. I'm not going to fight anybody on that, even though I'm fully vaccinated. Uh, When I got to the set, okay, we're still doing our, you know. I mean, if I'm sitting in the truck by myself, I don't have to wear the mask uh, and all that. But right now, that's that's a condition of my employment. I get I get tested weekly uh... and I'm until they tell me otherwise, I'm wearing a mask. I checked with with my more or less immediate supervisor. I said, where are we on this? We're still wearing the mess. Okay, I'm not fighting it. I'm not fighting it. Let me let me play this little this little clip here. There is quite a bit of confusion. Of course there is. Joining us to go deeper into the public health impacts of lifting mask mandates is Politico healthcare reporter, Alex Olstein. Alice, thanks for being here. So as you heard in Michael George's package, each state is responding to the CDC's guidance differently, which has been confusing to many people. So let's just start off by understanding why did the federal government lift its mask mandates for vaccinated people? And then why are some states still keeping those mandates in place? So the government here is trying to address two flavors of why some have been hesitant to get vaccinated. One is people saying, how are we sure that this works? This is a brand new vaccine. And so what the government is saying here is these vaccines work. We had amazing clinical uh, trial data on the vaccines when we first rolled them out, but now we've put them to the test out in the real world. And the results have honestly been astonishing. Um, as you said, cases are down, hospitalizations are way down, and deaths are the lowest they've been since April of last year. And so the message is these vaccines work so well that you don't have to wear a mask, even if you're indoors, even if you're around other people, even if you're around unvaccinated people, no more six feet apart, um, none of that. The other thing is that they are responding to those who are hesitant to get vaccinated, who have been feeling like, why should I bother when I'll have to abide by all of the same restrictions, whether I'm vaccinated or not? I I don't get to go back to my normal life. This is saying now you can. This is supposed to be a strong incentive to get people who are on the fence. And there's some data that this could be really motivational for people. There's been some polling out of UCLA where they asked a lot of folks, you know, what would convince you to get the vaccine, whether it's a cash payment or the right to go without a mask or these these different motivations and the right to go without a mask was compelling across all groups but it was most compelling for the group that has been the most hesitant which is self-identified republicans and so while this is going in this direction it also comes with a lot of risks because as you noted earlier 
we don't yet have an easy way to verify who is vaccinated and who is not. Well, there you go. I think you got somebody here that uh, has a simple solution to this problem here. Somebody, what is his name? Scott Seuss, I believe it is. Scott Seuss. Yeah, here, let me, let's play nice. this. And uh, we don't normally do back-to-back videos, but this is quick, 18 seconds. I'm not going to get the vaccine. Then die. What do we do, argue with you? I'm not on the debate team. This isn't mock trial. Aren't you worried about the side effects? I'm worried about the disease. Well, they're tracking you through the microchip. They're tracking you through the phone you're watching this on. Get the vaccine. Yeah, that was quick. Okay. Isn't it that that is what you call direct and to the point? Well, that was like the vaccine. Short, quick, and just a little bit painful. Just a little you know, bit painful. He's saying the same damn thing that I'm saying. I don't want to get the vaccine. Then die. Then die. I don't get I am I, I I don't I don't care. I've run out of give a shits. Or shits to give. Shits to give. I, I, I'm sorry. Just if you don't, if you're not going to get the vaccine, look, yes, there is some issues. If, you know, you could possibly have some issues with variants that might wind up becoming uh, resistant to the uh, vaccine. I don't think we're there yet exact, exactly. But I'm all for the whole idea of vaccine passports. Hey, you know, they've... Uh, we can go into we can go to eighty percent capacity now at the uh, at the uh, ballpark or sixty percent right now. It's going to go up by July first. It'll be full capacity uh, again. Th- in Minnesota. You you have the new driver's license. The uh, what do they call them? The ID plus or uh, the enhanced enhanced, enhanced ID. Everybody's got that for for boarding an airplane, and that's they did an extra level of uh, background checks when you got your driver's license. It's it's now in effect. We're all doing that. See, I'm still a fan of an RFID chip with medical information only embedded under your skin. Your name, your name, address, phone number, next to kin, and medical information. This way, if you pass out somewhere, they know at, at the very least what not to give you or what not to do. Right. No, and, you're you're absolutely correct. Of course, I am. Don't have don't have a problem. Don't have a problem with that whatsoever. You know there there becomes a oh well you know that's that's that, hey, that's our freedom. They can't do that. That's against our freedom. You know what it is, John? Science. Science. Exactly. Look, most of these people they eat hot dogs. You don't know what's in them. Trust me, nobody knows what's in a hot dog. How many of them smoke? And I can tell you there's like a gazillion chemicals, including including the chemical that they use in fire extinguishers to keep cigarettes from smoldering too long on their own. That is a fact. That was the mm-hmm. one thing that put me over the top uh, that finally led me down the long, slow road to uh, quitting finally. But, yeah, you, you'll stand there and smoke a cigarette, suck down the booze, uh, you know, or not, you know, that swill a John drink. Good Lord. Uh, yeah, don't you, know, you dare. Don't you dare. Don't you do, just. just pure tap water. I just don't want you clinking your ice. No ice involved. All the ice is settled to the bottom of the jug. Is it that time? God, this hour went by quick. 
Oh, hey, now the fun begins. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a shuffle of shakes. You're listening to the Taxi Stand on Radio Divide. found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. from a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. And joining me now is a man who's been canceled more times than my subscription to Aaron Carter's OnlyFans page. Republican Senator from Missouri, Josh Hawley. Hey, girl. Well, thanks for having me. It's great to be with you. You know, I grew up in... Okay, uh, let's cut the shit. You objected to the Electoral College certification. You voted no on an anti-Asian hate crimes bill, but perhaps what you're most hated for is fist-pumping those violent Trump supporters on January 6th in a photo that went viral, making yours the most famous fist in the Senate, if you don't count Lindsey Graham, but that's another story. Well, thank you for that. Whatever. So I think what we're seeing now is an attempt by the left to lie about our motivations to lie about our actions in order to grab power. Calm down, Mr. Fister. They want to silence dissent. They want to silence me. And I tell you right now. I am not going to back down before a liberal mob. All the crackpot villains in the GOP only care to cover their behinds. And since the last election caused an insurrection, they've lost their goddamn minds. With their far-fetched fairy tales and heartless schemes And their lack of dignity and poise They blabber and spout and they all tend to shout So I try to block out their noise They want to shut down conservatives, they want to shut down liberty They want to take out components Clang, clang, clang went Josh Hawley Yap, yap, yap went Ted Cruz Crap, crap, crap went McCarthy Cause his party continued to lose Flip, flip, went the flippers. Bitch, 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 went the face. Bitch, bitch, went the bitch, 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 went McConnell. As his neck tried to swallow his face. There's not a fact they can produce. So they distract with burger bands and Dr. Seuss. They block relief their voters need. Their only is that Joe Biden might succeed And so push, push, push Go their puppets Yuck, yuck, yuck Go the dance 
So clean as my burger machine with a broom and a brush. Clean it up for the rush before you open the door. What a shine on the floor when we finish one then Start all over again. Tell me what does it mean? And McDonald's is clean. Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. I don't know, did you do that out of necessity or was that planned? I did that because the the guy who usually opens the top of the hours was not back in his seat yet. I thought I had more time. I'm sorry, because I I'd actually watched that bit with Randy Rainbow and thought I had more time than that. Oh, well, you know, hey. One of these days. I have... I, I, I have... I have something known as a wife in the other in the other room there, and That's, that sounds like a you problem. Hey, most John, of the time it's not a problem. John, this is <laughs> big time professional radio. Yeah, and I can't help it that the Northern Command Studio just sits off to the just off to the left uh, of, of our uh, living room <laughs> of the uh, of the uh, of the Shannon Palatial Estate. Exactly. You're right. Hey, this 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 makes Graceland Graceland look like uh, uh, a two car garage. Man, well, I'm telling you. Well, well, truth be told, most two car garages make Graceland look like a two car garage. Graceland's oh, not big. You, it's not big no, at all. I know. 
Oh. But anyways, back back to the the business of at hand here. You are indeed listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network from that aforementioned Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon, and from Queens, New York, where I understand it's going to be hotter than blue blazes there today. Uh, today. Well, this week. This week, it's we're looking at close to ninety, I think, on Wednesday or Thursday, and uh, it only gets better, sunshine. Yeah, I know. And as I've been saying to people, as I've been saying, you know, all winter long, everybody's complaining about how cold it is. I said, yeah, and about three days into summer, you'll be bitching about how hot it is. So, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. There's, there's no. Anyways, other- welcome aboard, Mister Ed Van Ness. Again, howdy. Good morning, sir. Howdy. So, this is the this is the anticipated hour number two that we've been I've been drumming up here all week. I have just mostly it's just going to be just casual BS that we're going to engage in. Oh, what is what a so what a oh I'm sorry. Did you see that? Sad, yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, usually, I, I you're not. Think. Usually, John's not watching the, the the live feed, so I can get away with stuff. You're watching yeah, this well. stuff. <laughs> Tell us what so are we gonna, What are we doing we're to engage? I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Well, Take I have a, I have a question. Just hold on. What are we okay. doing? What are we doing to fill that John and Ed versus the spread size hole in hour two? I love saying those that phrase. That's all. I get it. Uh, we, we're gonna we're gonna play a little game. I don't know if you call it a game, but just basically a little we'll segment. Make, we'll make it a game that I that I that I very underhandedly stole from one of the radio shows I listens to listen to here listens? in the Twin Cities. <laughs> I listens to them. Good I, I, I tell you what, I'll tell you what, they learned me real good in school. I got my reading learned to me. And ladies, ladies and gentlemen, second. the Minnesota public school system. There you go. Let's the best school system that money doesn't buy. That's right. Let's hear it from uh, the Minnesota public school system. We are going. Uh, there's a story behind that. Yeah, I'll bet there but is. We're going to do a. Uh, we're going to do a little segment called uh, "Overrated, Underrated, or." properly rated now i'm going to give credit to the individuals where i got this idea from it's from a show in here in the twin cities on um, the chad hartman show mm-hmm. uh, where they've been doing they've been doing this for a number of years now and i thought you know this wouldn't be a bad little thing here you know i i every once in a while i like to pick ed's brain and like to you know like a zombie just like a zombie yeah. So I'm going to go, we're going to bring up a couple of topics. We're do this. We're going to do this back and forth here. We're going to bring a, I swear to God. Yeah, you should. Oh, May 30th can't come soon enough. Neither can I, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> no, never. Okay. So anyways, moving on. We're going to, yeah, exactly. Uh, I wanted to cover one thing before we did, and there was the the one 
the only reason I wanted to persist on this because you were talking about um, having to gas up your uh, gas up your truck fuel fuel up my truck. What do you use diesel? That's right, sir. Okay, well, pardon the. And by the way, I learned that when I was uh, with the bus company years ago. You don't gas it up; you fuel it up. Uh, no, it's true. We're not gassing it up. Speaking of gas, uh, anyways, hey now. Um, so did you? Now you won't know, I guess, because you didn't get a chance to uh, fuel up your truck. Have you know what have you noticed there as far as uh, uh, shortages up there? I mean, have we got gas stations that are no. out of uh, fuel no. yet. No, nothing at all. Huh? No, prices have jumped a little bit, but nothing spectacular. So, in other words, you're not seeing five gal five dollar a gallon no, of gas out. No, uh, for re- regular eighty seven, uh, I paid. I filled up my vehicle, my personal vehicle, the other day last week. I think I paid two eighty nine. That's about what we're getting up here. Yeah, yeah, we're not, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens. If it ain't red and it doesn't say approved for gasoline, don't put gasoline in it. We've have have you all seen the the videos of people putting gasoline in plastic plastic shopping bags, the kind of bags you get from you know you go to the corner of convenience store. Who thought that would be a good idea? The people putting it in cardboard boxes. This is just here's your sign. That's all I can say to that. All right, all right let's get on with this uh, catastrophe. I mean, this new segment. Oh my God. So anyways, each one of us will have three topics to throw at the other one. Okay. Simply put, the respondent will respond overrated, underrated, or properly rated. So I'm serious. So now I'm going to say my first thing. And do I say what I think it is? You can afterwards. Oh, afterwards. Okay. All right, now it's, and by the way, by next week, we will have a a completely different name for this segment because we're not going to keep acknowledging those jokers over at WCCO for everything they've done for us. (laughs) I'll make sure to send that, this particular segment to Chad and the gang. You do that. (laughs) So anyways, okay, well, without further ado. Oh, oh, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, this is okay. Soft ice cream on a cone. Soft ice cream on a cone. I would have to say that is properly rated because it's pretty damn good. It's excellent. I it say. is. I yeah. I, I I would say properly rated. I don't think anybody could say anything bad about. Uh, a soft serve ice cream on a cone. I think it's underrated. AKA Dairy Queen. I think it's underrated. Highly you underrated. Do. Well, I had in the past couple of weeks, past month, I've had uh, an ice cream cone, soft serve ice cream, twice. And really, I, I've had it once before a couple of years ago, but before that, not since I was a kid. And Really? Really. Really. Soft serve on a cone. So now the last two that I had, I bought one off the truck that comes around, Mr. Softy here in New York. 
That's the Mr. Softy theme. You may know it as something else, but... And then, uh, last week we were in Yonkers, New York, on a set, and I, uh, there was a Carvel ice cream store there. So I walked over and I got one of their cones. They were both fantastic. Eyes, maybe it's because I haven't had them. It's kind of a rare treat for me. I firmly believe they're underrated. Mm. Well, yeah, especially if you've been deprived of them here. My goodness. Don't you have any Dairy Queens out there? Well, we got a couple of gay guys from Wisconsin, but other than that. (laughs) No, seriously. Don't you, don't, no. don't you have Dairy Queens in, in we New have, York? Or? We have ice cream trucks that drive around, fully operational. Since I was a kid, they have they have the uh, soft serve machines in them. They can make drinks. They can they can make. Wow, everything. that's a little bit more advanced than the ice cream man you see running through your neighborhoods here in the Midwest. No, no, no. This is not your good humor guy. You know, with the little freezer on the back of the truck. No, no. This is a a, a, a like a bread truck. But it's all, you know, it's got all the equipment inside. They go and they stand in the back of the truck. There's a little window there. You know, can I get a vanilla cone with sprinkles? I I tried sprinkles. Never a fan. Overrated. That's what I believe is overrated, sprinkles. But go ahead, John. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have to agree with you on sprinkles that. Sprinkles are overrated. Now, we've, we've, why I say properly rated, I think, is because we, you know, there's a Dairy Queen on just about every corner here in Minnesota. That's fine. And the sad part about it is, is that, you know, you've been to every one. <laughs> can't you tell? Oh, we're gonna get to that. Yeah. So, uh, but so we kind of take them for granted up here because it's yeah. nothing. It means nothing to. Uh, we have to ice run cream. down very quickly. We have ice cream stores and all that, but uh, if you grew up here, you you the ice cream truck comes around, plays the music, and. Uh, Anyway, let's move on. What do you got for me? Throw it at me there, big fella. And I bring this up only because this is going to, we're going to a cookout later on uh, don't today. E- and Don't explain it. Just do it, it, man. Just do it. Take a pill. Already did. Three of them. Four of them. Yeah, I still got you beat. Uh, deviled eggs. Ooh, highly underrated, depending on who makes them. Now, now I will tell you this. My buddy, Harry. Nobody made deviled eggs like he did. When we had our annual soup bowl party, when uh, I used to throw it, we did it for about 13 years. He couldn't step foot on the property without bringing a tray of his deviled eggs. And then he had to keep them from me because I would just swallow them whole. The way he made them, he put, I think he put a little cinnamon on top. I think it was, was it cinnamon? I'd have to check with my ex. She knows. Maybe paprika? Maybe it was paprika. Maybe it was paprika. Uh, uh, but no, highly underrated. Highly underrated. I think... I would, uh, I would have to I would have to agree with you. Uh, there's... Uh, they're just delish, man. Just delish. I personally, I like it. I like it with a, a little bit of... I like it with Miracle Whip as opposed to, mm-hmm. to mayonnaise. And you're more of a mayonnaise guy, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. Granny Annie's a mayonnaise person too, wow. but uh, I, I like Miracle Whip. But I also like in my deviled eggs. I also like the spicy, the spicy brown mustard as opposed to putting Eek. regular mustard. Eek. 
You're not a big mustard fan to begin with, are you? Well, I like I like yellow mild mustard. I, Just I'm, regular, I regular. yeah, I'm not a spicy. I'm not a spicy anything guy. My I've never yeah. been. I and I just I've told the story about again my buddy Harry. We were at the last stop on our round the country tour. Uh, I ordered wings. We we both ordered wings and we were in a bar where we we're going to watch Monday night football and uh, I came back and the wings showed up and son of a bitch had, instead of my mild wings he ordered the uh, firehouse special the hotter than hell. Oh, what a, oh. And, and I ate the sons of bitches just to prove it to him. And let me tell you, the next day, for the trip from Ocean City, Maryland, uh, was that Ocean City, Maryland? No, it was Virginia. Virginia Beach, Virginia. Back to Fort okay. Lauderdale. Guess who didn't have a comfortable ride the whole time? I can only imagine. Guess who was sending smoke signals out of his ass the whole trip? I can only imagine. Yes. <sighs> but enough about my ass and uh, your eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I I would have to I would have to agree with you that uh, devil deviled eggs are definitely mm-hmm. severely underrated. Okay, moving uh, on. Moving on. Dry- it's entirely different. Oh, I but, thought it was I thought it was my go. It is, it is my go. go. Excuse me. Okay. Driving, but what? How people think what people think their driving skills are. <laughs> Grossly overrated. <laughs> secret to secret to survival. 38 years in this business by secret to survival is to just go out every morning and just assume that you're going to run into an infinite number of random acts of stupidity. No. You just know it's going to happen. Nothing you can do about it, but be prepared for it. It is always. Now, I've had this truck. I have a 24-foot box truck. I've been driving for the past two weeks. I'll be driving all through the summer. I have no problem driving it. I've driven them before. It's, But it is just crazy amazing to me. And I experienced this when I drove a bus, too. Uh, how many people, as a lane is narrowing, getting narrow to your right, because the lane is disappearing... How many people will try to squeeze into that narrow space or will just pull in front and jam on their brakes and brake check me? Kids and kittens, I got a, I, I, I got a, a, a really, really big, heavy truck here. And I'll tell you what, the brakes are great on it. The, believe you me, the brakes are great on it. But uh, as I like to say to people who are trying to, like, traffic will be at a stop. We're all trying to merge to make make a turn or whatnot. And there's always that one jerk. Instead of just, you know, everybody alternating one and one, they're going to try and push their way in. I just gently roll down the window and I look out and I say very quiet, you know, very calmly, by the way, dude, this isn't mine. You want to run into it? Be my guest. You're going to pay more. When you hit this thing, it's going to be bad for you and it's going to be an hour delay for me. So, and then they. And you get paid by the hour, so it doesn't doesn't matter to me. Go ahead. Exactly. I'm getting paid well by the hour. So so there you have it. The the opinion that people have of their driving, highly overrated. I think we agree on that. Mm -hmm. What else you got there, kiddo? Well, this this will be from the the other side of the fence. The uh, 2021 version of Aaron Rodgers. 
2021 version of Aaron Rodgers. All I've seen of him is uh, hosting Jeopardy. Okay, but Aaron Rodgers has made it clear that he does not want any part of playing for the Green Bay Packers. I, okay, I saw that. I saw that in the paper, uh, or I saw it in the media, wherever I saw it. I haven't picked up a paper, and uh, but I haven't seen anything about it in a week or so. I think. Um, do I think he's? Do I think he's overrated? No, I think well, yeah. I think he's properly rated based on his performance last year, and I think he's he's got good time left in him. Now, granted, every team has to eventually look at moving on from who's calling signals. Now, look, he came in and replaced Brett Favre. I mean, he's you know, and now he doesn't like you know, what's coming up in his rearview mirror because although the Packers, they did draft a quarterback in the first round, so that was really a, you know, a punch in the throat. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not to say this kid, I don't know, whoever he is, is going to play this year, but but obviously they're not going to pay this kid a, a ton of money to sit on the bench forever. You know? So, I well, think... Will he get rookie minimum or what will... Well, what I mean, he he'll get... get He'll get paid, but then again, if they believe he's the future of the franchise, like Tua, well, they put Tua, that the Dolphins put Tua in, uh, what was it, after seven games. Uh, and by the way, I'm still up, I'm still disappointed that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, is with Washington now. He was a great backup. He was a great quarterback. Anyway, no, I, I think Rodgers is right where he should be. Properly rated. Yeah, I think... I think that uh, that Rodgers is kind of reading from the Tom Brady playbook. Tom Brady, quite frankly, just got tired of playing half of his games, probably more than half of his games in a New England or up uh, northeast area where you got snow, you got cold, you got uh, uh, pretty dismal weather conditions. And I think he wanted to. He he made the move. He wanted to go to uh, little warmer digs or one of the, and, and look how it worked out for him. And I'm wondering if Rogers didn't uh, well doesn't have the same thing in mind. Well, if you want to take that that tack on it, then look at the entire division he went to. He gets to play two of his minimum two of his road games in domes, mm-hmm. and and the other one uh, in Carolina, outdoors, which is mild. It's a mild climate. So he's got guaranteed 11 games a year. He's not going to be in the cold. Exactly. It doesn't mean he won't be ever, depending on who they're playing. By the way, uh, we have the Florida trifecta this year. Uh, The Dolphins play both Tampa and Jacksonville. Yeah. But we're playing Jacksonville in London, so. uh, That ought to be a hoot. (laughs) <laughs> well, they're going to have Jacksonville's going to have this new kid Trevor Lawrence, the number 1 pick overall in the draft. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. But uh well, what do you think about Rodgers? Is he overrate is he overrating himself? I think that's the question. I, I think well, there you go. His his opinion of himself. Uh Rodgers is good. Yeah. But he's no Tom Brady. Granted, but Tom Brady was no Tom Brady until he got in the Belichick system. Now, now Brady has proved that he doesn't need Belichick, but also what would Brady be like if he hadn't had 20 years with Belichick? 
Well, that's true. I mean, you got that coaching. You, you never that, can lose that. That's that for is, sure. Absolutely. Now, if uh, Aaron Rodgers, I see right now, I think he's looking at himself from a business perspective. Okay, here's what I do. Where can I do it better? Where will I not have to look over my shoulder for at least two years? That's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's face it, Green Bay is not the most hustle. Look, you just want them out of your division. Who are you kidding? I Hey, to, tell, to be brutally honest with you, I took, as, as a Minnesota Vikings fan, I took great pleasure in seeing uh, uh, seeing uh, Aaron Rodgers buried into the turf. <laughs> I bet you did. And that was, and that's, and I'm talking in in the turf in Minnesota. I bet you did. Uh, where where the where the where all underneath all that uh, chewed up tire for they use for turf happens to be a cement floor. So I definitely <laughs> definitely enjoy that. And and the Vikings have taken some cheap shots at Rodgers over the years. I look, I, I will be the. I agree with you. Nothing I enjoyed more than watching Brady get sacked. By the aqua and, or- aqua and orange. Anyway. So, no, I, I don't think Brady. I, I Brady. Rogers, I think he's looking out for himself. He knows. He understands he's in the twilight of, of his career. Uh, I thought he did great on Jeopardy, as a matter of I fact. I was just going to say that, yes. I thought he did I great. He, he they even used him. Uh, I watched the Connors this week. I did, too. And Jackie had appeared on on uh, on Jeopardy and they used when when Aaron Rodgers was there as and and it was it was it was amusing he was he was good for what he was i mean he played himself but i i uh, personally i think uh yeah i think Rodgers has got to look elsewhere right now i don't think he's wrong uh for rating himself the way he does he does not want to look over his shoulder for the next 2 years but now keep in mind, this isn't always such a great move. I mean, I don't disagree. You, you know, one can one can remember uh, uh, Joe Namath going out to the uh, to Joe, the Rams. I was just thinking of that Namath's career was done. His knees were shot. His knees were shot when he was twelve. Okay, and mm-hmm. he he just couldn't accept that. Look, the Jets have been living off that nineteen six that Super Bowl three victory for fifty years now. So is Namath. Oh, you don't. I don't know if you see these spots. He shows up doing uh, doing spots for Medicare and Medicaid, and oh, you can get free transportation. Anyway, let's move on. What's uh, okay? Let's see. Your it's your turn. Macy's. Macy's. I would say highly overrated. I would say you're you're giving it a a, a pass. It, it disgustingly Definitely. overrated. We, Granny Annie and I did a lot of our uh, wedding, uh, the money and gift cards and things that we got for for our wedding. Did a lot of our shopping at Macy's. Got some nice things there, but and it is still the place that I will go in because they have a Macy's at the Mall of America. Mm-hmm. And I will. She has a particular type of cologne, uh, perfume, whatever women call it. Perfume. That perfume that that she likes that I can only seem to find at Macy's. Oh, did Uh What is it called? What is it? Chanel Coco, I think, is what oh, it's. Uh, oh. 
Oh, she likes that stuff. That, Hundred bucks a bottle, but she loves that stuff. That's her. That's her fragrance. <laughs> yes, that's how you refer to it. And it works. And, and it and it works good for her. So I. Uh, uh, so, but that's really about the only thing I ever step step foot into Macy's about. Otherwise, look, I'm sorry. I'm a simple guy. I just give me Walmart or just give me some local, you know, wherever I can pick this pick it up. Wherever I can go to buy tires and cereal at the same place, I'm all for it. Well, uh, I find Macy's highly overrated. Always have. Uh, my initial experiences with Macy's. Now, don't get me wrong. They put on a great parade every year, and I wouldn't want to lose that thanks, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. But my early experiences with Macy's were at the flagship store in Herald Square, 34th Street here in, okay. in Nueva York. Now, the one thing about that Macy's store, it's like seven, eight stories tall, or at least, I, I don't know what they're using. I haven't set foot in there since 1977, and I won't. Uh, you can never find anybody that worked there. The last thing I bought was two two jackets, two coats. They were great. I loved them. I'm sorry I don't Well, I couldn't fit in them anyway. But, uh, but it took me... 20 minutes to find somebody to grudgingly ring me out. And this is in the 70s. There's no credit cards. Or, uh, I swore then and there I would never go to Macy's again. And I hadn't. Fast forward to yesterday. Now there's a Macy's close to here. And I need a suit for this wedding in two weeks. I haven't... My old suit is... Well, let me put it this way. Me and it ain't getting along these days. I love that suit. It still holds up. I've had it for about 15 years, and it still looks great, but not on me. So I go to Macy's. I figure I can go there, get a suit, and, you know, it's relatively close if there's any problems with it. Well, I go to Macy's. Turns out it's this is something called Macy's Backstage. It's a satellite store. I'm in the wrong okay. flipping mall. Oh, oh, that Macy's is... So I got to get back in the car, go another couple blocks, park in that mall. By the way, this is after I went through 20 minutes of circling a lot to get a parking spot. So I find the right Macy's. It takes me forever to find out, to find where the uh, men's clothing is. I was at the top floor. This was all the way at the bottom and as far away from, from the entrance of the parking garage. Nothing is going good here. Nothing is. I finally find the men's department, which is shrunk dramatically not what i thought it was so i gotta start going through the racks and the suits nobody offers to help or anything like that uh matter of fact one of the guys working in the department there were three guys working that department two of them were dressed to the teeth man they were sharp sharp as as somebody working in the men's department you know should the other guy Looked like he had just rolled out, literally rolled out of bed with a with a wrinkled shirt that was one size too small and ratty old jeans. Older guy, too, about my age. So anyway, I start, I start looking through the racks, and I can't seem to find anything my size. Young man there with his girlfriend, we start chit-chatting. He's a big, big kid, big kid. Same thing. He's So uh, we're commiserating back and forth. We finally get the attention of one of the employees. And they say, uh, "Oh no, we don't. We don't carry those big sizes. We only carry them in Ralph Lauren." And, Ralph uh, Lauren. 
Oh, I don't mind, but I don't mind when it comes to buying a suit, man. I, I don't mind paying for it. It's uh, so. Long story short, we realized there's nothing there for us. Uh, apparently, they don't they don't cater to the big boys, and I'm bigger than I used to be, much bigger. So I check on the phone. There's a men's warehouse relatively close by. So they're from Philly. I said, here, here's the address. If you, you know, they'll probably have something. So I got over there. Boy, oh boy, uh, as my waistline gets bigger, my suit selection gets slimmer. That's the only thing getting oh, slim. Sure. Yeah. Holy smokes, we we. I finally found a suit. Uh, the young lady that was helping me. She uh. She uh. Their store is set up by size. And there are very, very few selections from me. So we find a jacket. They didn't have it in the next size up. She checked. They had it. We came back about 20 minutes later when I decided, okay, this is the one I'm going to get. And it had disappeared. It had been sold wherever it was. Wow. Tur- turns out they can take out this that the one jack- the jacket that was there. You know, and they're going to do the pants. I said, fine. It wasn't exactly the color I wanted. But, you know, at that point, my uh, my options were limited. And so, but they did more for me than Macy's ever would. And again, Macy's is highly overrated. Save for big, big character balloons. Other than that parade, Macy's, you suck. Yeah, I, I'm not very impressed with Macy's all the way around for the same reasons but I think that I feel that way about department stores in general. You know, we had all the, you know, we didn't have a, we, Macy's didn't come into this market until uh, Dayton's uh, went under. Here, I'll, here, I'll give you one better than that. And you may know the name just because it used to be a famous rivalry. You remember Gimbal's? Heard of them. I don't, okay. we didn't have any Gimbal's here. Gimbal's was, Gimbal's was literally across the street from Macy's. And there was an old okay. saying, would Macy tell Gimbal's if they were doing something? They were fierce rivals. And mm-hmm. I had been I liked Gimbal's. Gimbal's was long since out of business. But All right, what's your last one there, uh, big fella? Okay, last one. I don't know that you've ever done this, but I'm, gonna, I'm going to you're gonna uh, be put very it out there anyways. You're going to be surprised at the number of things I've done you probably don't think I have. Fishing. Yes. I think it is. Now, I'm going to stop you right there. I saw the video. I don't know if we're going to play it. It's a Brad Paisley vi- video. It's very good. It's very good. But do you know who the if girl is? Do you know who the girl is in it? No, because I didn't pay that. I, that's actually the first time I've seen the video. That's his wife. I've heard the song a hundred times. That's oh, his, is it? She was on the show, according to Jim, Kimberly Williams. I am smitten smitten with her. She's adorable. Fishing. I would say I I, I really can't. I would say fishing is just as rated as it needs to be because just like every other pastime in life, it's different for different people. I get the concept of fishing. And I've done a couple little drop my line in the water kind of things. But I'm not a fisher. I'm not a fisherman, man, yaman. I am going to pass on that completely. 
Come on, that's not an option. It's not? No. Well, then I think it's properly rated. I don't, okay. I, because, again, I don't know. I, I People love their fishing. They spend tens of thousands on boats and gear and whatnot. There's a lot of people that do it. There's got to be something to it. Okay? Besides just sustenance. When, and we're not talking about fishing to keep yourself alive. You're talking about just fishing for the sake of fishing. Right. The kind of people that say, well. Catch and, catch and release, as right. a matter of fact. You're talking about the kind of people that like to say things like, well, that's why they don't call it catching. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a little story here. Well, no, first I, I, want, was, I want to hear, where are you? Oh, you want to hear this song? No, I want to hear, are you overrated, underrated? or? Okay. But I got to hear the story fishing, first. I think fishing is overrated. Uh-oh, here's a story coming. And and living living in Minnesota, and the only reason I even thought of this is because this is this weekend a is a state is a state holiday. Basically, this is the the, <laughs> the official walleye fishing opener. Here. Holy smokes! Let me get on a plane. Oh, oh hell! They even have something that's called the governor's fishing opener here. Well, look, you folks build little houses <laughs> in the winter and drill holes in the ice. Yeah, definitely. First off, I'm not Jesus Christ. I'm not going to walk on water. I don't care if it is frozen. But that's that's another story. And forget driving my pickup truck on on the ice. Yeah, but but what what would grumpy old men be without the ice fishing scenes? Yeah, well, it is that it is what it is. The only good the only good thing that that uh, the ice fishing scenes is when they. Uh, when uh, they hooked up to the back of the uh, of the ice house and drug it across the lake, <laughs> I forgot. I even forget who did it to who. But uh, I know you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. So tell us, John, why is it that you find fishing overrated? And try and do it in under ten minutes. Uh, when uh, you you know the story, Granny Annie is uh, the granddaughter. Of the woman that I went to, uh, yes. I moved in with after my mother died. See, si, senor. Um, I was very. I, we had a group of kids that were in uh, uh, in our little neighborhood here. Rolando was one of them, and you know about ten others mm-hmm. that we would we would go down to the bottom part of our uh, apartment complex. We'd either play, depending on the season, we either play baseball in that lot or play football we'd always we were always running we were always you know active and having you know having a good time as kids mm-hmm. and she she wouldn't have any of that she wanted to go fishing and for her and the people she hung out with fishing was just another excuse to get to go drinking i don't need an excuse to drink these days as an adult uh but that was all it was it wasn't they didn't really even care and if they did care about what they were uh, what they were catching or about catching fish, they'd have a big fish fry. And guess who the poor schmo who had to, who had to clean them goddamn ooh, fish? Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm sorry. At this point in time, if you could put me out on a lake, bait my hook, and uh, and uh, clean up the fish, clean up the fish that I ca- catch. 
I could maybe be talked into it, but under any other, any other circumstance, I want to go out on a boat. I can go out on a boat. I don't need to have a damn fishing, uh, uh, fishing rod in my hand to do so. So definitely overrated in my book. I, I'm, I'm making a note here to, uh, to cancel the radio TFI fishing rodeo. I, I don't think it's going to be a, it's, I think it's a non, over like a red balloon. I think it's a non-starter at this point. Gil, call the fishing guy. Call the boat guy. It's off. Yeah, well, wouldn't you know that you'd even uh, Jesus' uh, alter ego. Not his alter ego. Right? His brother. brother. Okay. His brother. Okay. Would be named Gil. Gil. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Gil, you didn't even... Re- oh, you did. Oh. Okay, he was... He you know. <laughs> Oh, All right, so that's it. That yeah. was an extremely long segment that uh, killed some solid time. Oh, I know. And we we're gonna rename it so that we can claim it as our own. Yeah, we're not gonna rename. Yeah, crap. we are. We'll have a theme so. Song. Here's the here's the video there that Ed was uh, referring to. Uh, Brad Paisley, I'm gonna miss her. That's a good song. Ed, you're home for country music, radio TFI. Hi, I'm Dan Patrick. The Brad Paisley Bass Invitational set to get underway in Nashville. And when it comes to the host himself, you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. We'll provide updates throughout the day here at Sports Center. Paisley, Parker, Well, I love her, but I love to fish. I spend all day out on this lake, and hell is all I catch. But today she met me at the door Said I would have to choose If I hit that fishing hole today She'd be packing all her things And she'd be gone by noon Well I'm gonna miss her I get home Right now I'm on this lake shore And I'm sitting in the sun I'm sure it'll hit me When I walk through that door tonight Yeah, I'm gonna miss her Oh, looky there I've got a bite This just in, Brad's got a bite Hey, welcome to the show. Maybe it's a story you can relate to. We have four lovely ladies, and these husbands are going fishing and leaving these women alone. These women are mad. They want their husbands. I'm going to There's a chance that if I hurry, I could beg her to stay. That water's right and the weather's perfect No telling what I might catch today So I'm gonna miss her It's been an outcry I can't investigate formal complaints and file This cheated Right now I'm on this lake shore And I'm 
Tell me what does it mean? Duncan Center is clean. When we're finished, what then? Corvette says do it again. And then it just goes on the same the same thing. But uh, that was also the year, just as a side note, we also did a thing called the Flying Fondue, which became a tradition in the counselor show. There was always the fun. The Flying Fondue was the most inept group of acrobats you'd ever seen in your life. In other words, we would do things like uh, form a human pyramid. Uh three guys on the bottom two and then the last guy always the smallest guy and again my first year i was that i was the smallest guy multiple attempts to get to the top and uh on the last one boom the whole pyramid would collapse but at the end of every failure everybody would get up stand up in a line and go hey as if it was the most successful thing the year i well uh, the the year i was in it we came up with the uh the backward throw uh four or five of the guys would be standing on one side you know with their arms linked ready to catch the small guy who two guys are now swinging by the arms and the legs you know they're gonna the idea is they're gonna throw them and they're gonna the rest of the group is gonna catch them well it's one two and then on the back part or two (laughs) you let the small guy go it fails. wasn't quite wasn't quite ready to go to begin with. It always fails. They're, they're, the flying fondue never did a thing correctly. <laughs> they never did it right. And at the end, it was always stand up and hey. And I, and I loved being. I was part of the flying fondue for a couple of years, and 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 I, and I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was you. Uh, uh, you mentioned you mentioned the uh, the fact that John Amos was one of yes. the uh, uh, characters in that McDonald's ad. I find it amazing that uh, that uh, John Amos was able to finish his very illustrious career as the as a bitter rival to McDonald's. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> McDougal. Wonder if there wasn't any. I wonder. I wonder if there wasn't any uh, no. thought that went into that whole process. No, I. Th- I look that you're talking things that were uh, 30, 40 years apart. I think that was just. Uh, hey, yeah, yeah. Bef- before we go, I know uh, John had put up a bunch of commercials here that he wanted to play. We're not going to get to them, but we do want to get. I do want to get to one that I've talked about, and which I still don't believe a lot of people think exists. Remember, back in the 60s and 50s, cigarette commercials were all over the place. And uh, we've got one here. We're not going to play it right now. Uh, The Beverly Hillbillies doing Winston ads. And then the one you probably won't believe. And here it is. They sure work hard, don't they, honey? Yeah. I hate to see them work so hard. Yeah, me too. Um, let's go around back where we can't see them. Hey, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay. How's about taking that? I, I got a better idea. Let's take a Winston break. That's it. Winston is the one filter cigarette that delivers flavor 20 times a pack. Winston's got that filter blend. Yeah, Fred. Filter blend makes the big taste difference, and only Winston has it. Up front where it counts. Here, ahead of the pure white filter. Winston packs rich tobacco specially selected 
and specially processed for good flavor in filter smoking. Yeah, Barney Winston tastes good like a cigarette chug. The Flintstones has been brought to you by Winston, America's best-selling, best-tasting filter cigarette. Yep, yep, and dab it, don't smoke. <laughs> Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. I remember all those. Uh, oh, of course. All those cigarettes. Of course. You know what? Maybe with, let's were, let's squeeze in Granny and uh, and uh, Jed. What do you say? Sure. Here, here's another Winston ad. And even if you're listening on the radio, you'll get the gist of it. By the way, these are both in black and white and clearly from a long time ago. Well, Granny? Making myself a new pipe. Well, I got something here you want to cotton to. That banker fella gave them to me. What's that? Winston cigarettes. Try one, Granny. They is first rate. Say they're really good. Best smoking you ever had. Thunder, Jed. That is good smoking. Now try it this way, Granny. Better. These Winstons is the best tasting cigarette you can get. Well, I may put away my corn cob. That's saying a heap for them. You know, Granny, there just ain't no way of saying how good a Winston is. Better smoke one to find out. Well, I can say this. Winston tastes mighty good. Like a cigarette should. Yes, 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 yes. If if, if you see the video, uh, Irene Ryan was fantastic as Granny. You can see she's clearly not inhaling. And it looked to me like this is back in the day when, when when the Hollywood system was a whole lot different. I'm sure they were told you're going to do this ad, <laughs> and you're going to make it look like you're enjoying it. Uh, but again, it's a different time, different time. Uh, thank goodness we don't we don't see those ads anymore. Uh, so everybody looks cool. Oh yeah. Let me throw one more at you here. What do we got? We got now. Probably you got time. Uh, you got two minutes. Uh, barely okay. that. Not yeah, even two. Do this, you this, don't even have two minutes. This, you have a little over a minute. Well, this is about thirty seconds. So check this out. Can't get enough soup, sugar, crisp. Hi, sugar bear. Hi, kid. Sugar Bear, watch out for the blob. Don't worry about the blob. Just have a good breakfast featuring Super Sugar Crisp. A fly high balloon and Super Sugar Crisp. Put it together. Blow it up. Look, look at it go. Look at that It's a neat specially marked box of Super Sugar Crisp. So you know the character that uh, that played the bear in that was supposed was meant to sound like uh Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Oh yeah. They had to disable that in the in the uh, mid somewhere in the mid 70s because of the, I was it Bing Crosby that was about ready to threaten a lawsuit. I'd be pretty sad if it was. I I'd heard you know I used to love Bing Crosby when I was a kid, but as I've grown up and read a few things about him, he's, oh. he's quite a dick actually. Oh, he wasn't quite a dick. 
He was, uh, you want to talk about overrated as a dad. <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, I, do do I hear the music yet? I don't hear the music. No, actually you don't because it, uh. There it is. Well, oh, it's, uh, it's, it's that time again, folks. So, uh, we'll see you here, uh, next week. And until then, I'm John Shannon, that's Ed Van Ness, and I got the money. See ya!